You're listening to the State of Our Football Nation on FNR. Uh, Josh Parrish, George Danikian in the studio in Docklands and joining us via Zoom, he's in Sydney, uh, Phil McAuliffe. Phil, how are you? Welcome to the program. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks uh, for having me. Uh, listen, we're fine. We're excited because you've got a book, brand new book. It's called Quote, Unquote. And uh, Lee Robson said to me it's available uh, now at fairplaypublishing.com.au and they tell me it's also available at all good bookstores or Amazon, who seems to be in just about everything these days. It's available as a paperback. Uh, I think... We've got a, you know, some interesting times coming up, and you've got some fantastic quotes. Where did the idea for the book come from, uh, Phil? Um, well, okay. Well, I retired in June, George, uh, as you know. I don't and, believe uh, in retirement, <laughs> Phil. I don't believe in retirement. Well, well, there comes a time when you have to give it a, you know, you have to stop and just. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Cut a long story short, so when I retired, uh, Bonita Messiades rang me and she said to me, Phil, why don't you write a book? I said, what about? She said, how about your best stories? Uh-huh. I said, okay. Um, uh, okay. And I, the idea appeals to me and I went back into my records and I've uh, discovered that there's a few, bit of some decent stuff there. <laughs> and I the best hundred. Uh, unfortunately, the, the, the stories I wrote for News Limited are not online, so I had to type them in again. Wow. I, had, I had photocopies, but there weren't as many as the ones I wrote for SBS, the World Game. But they're all online, so that's no problem. Take but, us back. Take us back to some of the, the the quotes that you still think resonate, and you, it gave you enormous pleasure being part of uh, you know the. The, the press family, as you were for, for many years. And, um, uh, you know, you guys kept the game alive. You gave it energy. You gave us a, an opportunity to peer behind the scenes because not everybody gets access to the football uh, unless they're professionals. And you were inside getting a good look for a long, long time. Uh, what did you make of those early days, especially in your career, Phil? Well, I still consider it a privilege. I wouldn't say this uh, to my employers, but I would have done it all for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, Phil, shush, shush. I'm not exactly uh, 100% joking, mind you. (laughs) Anyway, but the point is that it's a privilege. I I got to meet a lot of people. I interviewed a lot of big names. I went to some big matches abroad and in Australia, you know, and I didn't have to pay a cent for that. And I got paid for it. So, 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 you know, uh, I, I feel very lucky and very privileged. Um, what what because... was the highlight? What, is there, has there been one, or has it been an, an array of uh, of uh, highlights that you know just fill you with a great deal of satisfaction? Well, the thing is that uh, two players, which I will always uh, fondly remember having talked to, uh, one of them was Michel Platini, and yep. the other one. Diego Maradona, uh, sorry, Alvaro Recoba. I spoke to Maradona as well, but anyway, Alvaro Recoba gave me a fairly decent story in 2005 because um, 
You remember when we played Uruguay and we lost the first leg in Montevideo 1-0? Yes. And I was working in the Sydney office of the Daily Telegraph those days. And we were handling the coverage of the event. We had, I think, three or four whole pages devoted to the match. And I was handling a little story, a reaction-type story from the Uruguayan side of things, okay? Yep. And it was a small story, but in the very last paragraph, there was this quote from Rekoba, who said that uh, we've got a divine right to make the World Cup. I said, Jesus, this is a good quote. But <laughs> There wasn't enough for me to rewrite this story and put it on top, you know, and lead with it because there was nothing, not even a quote, I think. So what I did, I I cut out the, the part so it's not to alert. Just lost your audio there, Phil. Uh, have you moved? Uh, he's, he's probably he's he's probably Anybody in one of the, the media. Oh, got <laughs> no, no, no. And, it's it's yeah. it, it, we sorry, we just lost you there. The, just go, just replay that last 15, 20 seconds of that conversation. Okay, and uh, I was subbing this story from the Uruguayan reaction type. Yep. Uh, and in the last paragraph, there was this quote from Rekova, who said that they've got a divine right to make the World Cup. I said, gee, that's a great quote. But I couldn't rewrite the story and put it on top as the, as the intro because there was not much on it. Yep. So what I did was I cut the whole part all together so as not to alert anybody else in the media. And I just wait, and I just wait for him to come to Sydney a day or two later. I went up to him and yeah. I said, listen, mate, um, you, you were quoted as saying yesterday or the day before that uh, Uruguay have a divine right to make the World Cup. Uh, could you please explain or elaborate on this? And he was telling me, you know, that Uruguay are Uruguay and Australians, uh, they should respect us. Uh, you know, a World Cup without Uruguay is not really, you know, uh, it, it misses, it, it loses a bit with, without us there. So so I'm sorry, but, but we've got a right to be there, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was a good story, wasn't it? And I couldn't wait to get back to the office at the Telegraph. And I think they put it on the back page. And it was good, good, because uh, I, I felt very proud that day. And also, uh, I was very I was very intrigued uh, when I had a chat with um, Platini a few days, a few years earlier, because um, remember when... Uh, uh, the soccer rules played the FIFA All-Stars as part of the inauguration of Stadium Australia That's in 1999. Right. I yeah, think. George, Weir, George Weir was the captain of the, of the yeah, uh, Select yeah. Eleven. Yeah, and Platini was in town and I went up to him and said, listen, uh, can we have a bit of a chat? And we were talking about all sorts of things, you know, and you know how when you interview a big player, you know, or a big personality, one of the questions you ask him is, which was the highlight of your career? Yeah. Okay, and he said the highlight of my career was the World Cup semi-final in 1982. I said, you got to be joking, are you? He said, what do you mean? I said, you were leading 3-1 in extra time and you lost on penalties and it's still the highlight of your career. He said, of course. He said, because I am... I was one of 22 players who were privileged to have played in arguably the greatest match ever played. <laughs> so isn't it? Said, so it goes to show you yet again that perspective is all important. You're telling a story, and he gave you a unique view. Yes, because love it. I, I, I said. Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he said, you know, it was emotionally and technically and dramatically, it was perfect. It was, the, And I was one of 22 players who have played in it. That's why it was my highlight. I said, okay, sir. <laughs> Look, I can remember that game. 
uh, uh, we were, we were uh, of course, 1982. That was in, in Spain. Uh, the, the World Cup was uh, just going, uh, you know, from strength to strength. SBS had made a huge contribution to the game, especially when we launched in 1980. And um, you had Les, you had uh, Johnny Warren and a host of others who um, jumped on board and started preaching the gospel to a whole crop of new football fans. Uh, so when you reflect and you allow Platini to give you that, that insight, that, that makes it an extraordinarily special opportunity uh, to, to speak to Maradona, to speak to Recoba, to, to speak to Platini. Uh, I got a chance to speak to Pelé. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I remember, one of the uh, women, one of the journalists from A Current Affair was very keen to, to um, get, a, get a quote from um, Pelé. And guess which quote she went with, uh, Phil? The quote, that no, she, yeah. the quote that she ran past him was, tell us, um, uh, Pelé, um, do you believe the players, footballers, should have sex before, before a game? Is it good for you or is it bad for you? And, of course, Pelé, being Pelé, said, I absolutely have no problem with having sex before a game. He, then he balked. He sort of had pause for a millisecond. Then he said, the only, con- only problem I have is I'm worried about my players wasting seven hours looking for it. <laughs> so you see, perspective is everything. And tell, yes. tell us about how many quotes make up the book, quote, unquote. But, what, you mean interviews? Yes, yeah, yeah. top stories. How many have you used uh, to, make, the to bring the book to life? Off the top of my head, there's about, you know, there's 100 stories. There's probably about uh, 50 interviews. That's fantastic. And, no, I mean, off the top of my head, I spoke. There all there are interviews with Zico, Pele, Maradona, Platini, uh, Skilacci, Dunga, Skilacci. I was in Italy. I was in Italy in 1990, and the first time yeah. this man Scalacci ran onto yeah. the pitch, uh, you yeah. know, he had he had the uh, the five o'clock shadow, but he had it at eleven o'clock in the morning, uh, and, yeah. and he was Mister yeah. Cool, and he and the yeah. crowd the crowd at the Stadio Olimpico, you could hear them Dotto Scalacci, and we're yeah. talking seven yeah. eighty thousand people going nuts. Yeah, yeah. What a yeah. side, Roberto Yeah, I spoke to Jeff Hurst as well, and 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 Terry Venables, and uh, long interviews. You know, and who was uh, the most impressive? Yeah. Who was the most impressive, Phil? You mean person to talk to? For you, for you, who who impressed you the most of all the of all the great interviews that you've had an opportunity to uh, partake in and record? Which you know, walk, who did you walk away from and go, God, that was great. I loved it. Oh, Platini was good. was was very good because he gave me half an hour. Yeah, and, that's great. Uh, and uh, he talked and talked and talked. I, I can speak Italian. Obviously, he played for Juventus, and he can speak Italian very well. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got on very well. Uh, but yeah, Platini was very good. Maradona was a bit different. Maradona. What struck me about Maradona was that when I went up to him at the hotel in Kuji, I think it was. Yeah. You know, a, a few days before the match against uh, Australia at the football stadium, mm. the thing that struck me most is how small he is. Yeah, he's tiny. And 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 when he came to Australia, he was 
really slimmed down because he had been one year out 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 of football because of the ban, so he was really in fit fit. But he was so small. I remember he looked like a, an under sixteen junior, you know. But but, 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 what, he, an, he, but what an under sixteen year old junior <laughs> he proved to yeah. be. He could play a bit, didn't he? He could. Phil, tell me, who, who are your favourite footballers? If I go back and, 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 and ask you to give us your top three, who would they be? Would, would Maradona be one of them? Um, OK, this is hard. Um, but you have to grant me this, that I won't give it to you in any particular order. Fair enough. Because I'm not sure. Because I'm not sure. All right? Yep. My top three, my top three best ever, Yep, would be De Stefano. Oh yeah, Pele and Maradona. Well, you know, but, you know what you've but, done. You know what you've done. He's, he's got a he's got a caveat. Oh, you've here, got George. a caveat. Go on, go for it. What's well, the but? The What's the but? And knock, knocking on the door would be Messi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Do you know, or, uh, knocking on the door. Okay. Um, now people might say that's sacrilege what you've said, but can I just what? can I just no no, I'm just I'm just going to uh, provide a disclaimer. People need to understand one thing when they they talk about great players. They're all wonderful players. All of them are wonderful. And from De Stefano's time to Messi's time, the game has changed tremendously. It's of course. Ref, it's refereed differently. The pitches are now magnificent. They're manicured. The ball has changed. It reacts totally differently to the balls that De Stefano and Pushkas and others used to use. The game is a very different game. And to think we have the audacity as so-called fans, to think we know who the goat is, the greatest of all time. There is, for me, that's one of, the, one of those phrases that when I hear it, I want to I puke. <laughs> I, I, uh, for me, I've always thought each generation throws up marvellous champions and we should revere mm-hmm. them all. Yeah. Revere yeah. them all. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but the, the thing is this, George, that many people do not realise this, that when you start comparing players... And I say player A is better than player B or yeah. C or D or E. Yeah. Sometimes it is not just what they provide on the football field. I mean, in terms of sheer class. Sometimes you judge a player by the influence he has on his team. Very good. Mm. Very good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I mean, okay. I, I could be a great player, but if I can't influence the course of a match, I'm not that great, am I? Sure. Sure. I, I hear what you you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? You understand saying what I'm me, saying? You could be technically brilliant, but if you don't have the, the, that inspirational component in, a, in your makeup, then what are you yeah. doing? You're, you're yeah. a very now, you know, sterile yeah, sort now, of footballer. Yeah, yeah. Now, Maradona, yeah. Pelé, and Di Stefano changed, changed many, many, many matches on their own. Correct. All right? Regardless of how they were playing. That's that's my view anyway. Phil, I wanted to ask you about your career and uh, working for SBS under under Les Murray in an era where I think football was struggling for respect and to be taken seriously and struggling with very oppositional media and, and SBS yep. was the one sort of enclave for, 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 for fans of, as the website was later deemed, the world game. Uh, tell us a bit about your memories uh, working for SBS. Well, the thing is that I did very little television with SBS, very little. I appeared on a few shows with Les and Fozzie, 
Uh, but mostly my contribution to SBS was uh, in, on the World Game website, yep. which I enjoyed very much. The thing is, you have to understand, um, Josh, that for a big part of my career, I spent it. I spent a big part of my career in the offices, uh, designing pages, writing headlines, selecting pictures, subbing mm-hmm. stories, you know, and all sorts of things. But th- I really got really stuck into football when I went out of the office and joined SBS and started mixing with people and going to football matches because that's where the fo- the stories unfold, don't they? Absolutely. So, 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 so yeah. So, so uh, when I started working for SBS, it gave me the impetus to, to, to really express myself. And, uh, and I was, as I said, I was very fortunate because I, 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 I've been to a lot of events and, and I wrote a lot of stories and I'd like to think that people sort of somehow know me, some people, but uh, yeah, that, 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 that was it. I mean, I, 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 I enjoyed SBS mostly because it gave me the scope to, to it, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I've always been, I always wanted to be a football writer, but sometimes, you know, other things come into consideration. It's called life. It's called life. That's exactly right. So, Uh, so, but then when I went to SBS, I found my niche, so to speak. No, no, you did. You did. You very much so. And those stories, uh, uh, you know, resonate. And in in fact, they resonate so much. Um, Fair Play Publishing has come on board. The book is called Quote Unquote, and it's available, as I said, a little earlier uh, from fairplaypublishing.com.au. And again, it's also available if you uh, you love reading about great stories, great characters and, and, and great people who've made the game extra special. Um, yeah. The book, quote unquote, available at all good bookstores or, in fact, Amazon is now getting into the picture. Uh, you can get the paperback at twenty four ninety nine, or an e-book which is so easy to do at twelve ninety nine. Instant, instant. That's right. E. It's called quote unquote. Film, uh, Philip McAuliffe, uh, thank you for joining us and giving us a little bit of a teaser about some of the characters and some of the stories. And to think that Rekoba would think so much. Eh? Just imagine Uruguay not being in the World Cup. What a we scandal. St- <laughs> we we started it in 1930. <laughs> How can we not be there? Look. But it, but it goes it goes to the core. That's why when Australia went to Uruguay to play those games, they had so many problems at the airport. Remember, they were made <laughs> yes. they were made to feel like outsiders, not just outsiders yeah, okay. in the game, but outsiders yeah. on the planet. That you had no right to be here because Uruguay is going through. You have no right to play us. And, yeah, and, right. and Phil, maybe in some part your uh, your story helped rev up the uh, the Aussie right. players ahead of the home leg. You know, maybe maybe you had a little part to play in our qualification. Well, if that were the case, I'm not sure I would be doubly satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, thank you so much for making the time, and uh, we look forward to reading Mate, the book. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, good luck with your show. Thank you so very much. Philip McAuliffe joining us on uh, State of Our Football Nation to talk about his new book, Quote Unquote.